Come on, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Grab yourself a drink with a splash of lime. It's David and Michael's story time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and star travelers of all ages, welcome to another exciting episode of Story Time. The star traveler, navigator, and sometimes cook on the boat, well, that's David Miller. And the uh, captain, co-captain, and prisoner on the ship, well, that's Michael Santel. It, I would absolutely be the son of the bitches, like, I'm the captain and the co-captain around here. <laughs> oh, I know. This vessel's my boat, and if you need me, I'll be in the stockades. <laughs> David, you look wonderful. How are you doing today? Doing fine. I have to, hold on, I have to flip my headphones around. What do you mean flip them around? They only go one direction. They're headphones. No, that didn't help. Okay. Well. Is it the cat or the cord? No, it's not the cat. The cat is on my lap, which is fun and different this time. But no, I was just, I have, my, my headphones have, I got like a new cable for them and it's like a braided sort of metal sort of cable. But it, if they, if it touches itself, it like rubs on itself and I can just like hear it. So I have to, it's it's kind of a thing I have to work at. It's fine. Don't worry David, about it. David, those I'm are doing terrible How are you? fucking headphones. No, those are actually bad really headphones. Nice. The, the cord I had was going out. I got a new one. It works fine. It's longer so I can put my head back farther. It's all mostly good. I hate that these cords go out. I can't, I like, we. I only use this one microphone cord once a week and I'm already, it's like, what have I done? Like nothing. Yeah. It just sits here. Why is yeah. it going out? Yeah, I bought new headphones at one point because I thought my headphones had broken. And then when the new ones got there, I got an idea. Wait a minute. And I tried the new cord on the old headphones. And they and worked it, perfectly. They worked fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Mm. Mm. Well, David, promises were made and promises are kept I was going to say here. that same thing this morning because I wasn't quite ready with my next Animorphs, but I remembered last time you promised what the next episode was already going to be. So. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is not your Disney princesses is what I'm calling this one. Well, okay, but we can we still call the episode the title of the story or is that like copyrightable and we'll get taken no, down? No, no. I don't think it's I don't think no, I don't think it's you know what's funny is I don't think no, I don't think it's copyrightable. I think that we, if we actually do what the title is, it's different enough. Oh, okay. And I'm saying it's like not your Disney princesses. They're not that fucking far off. Like, I, I kept waiting for, like, something really scandalous to happen. No, there's one thing in the second story which I'll need you to help debunk with me. Okay. Of how pretty someone is at a certain age that they are. Oh, but boy. that being said. Okay. We'll get to that river crossing together, my good sir. Sure. <laughs> so everybody, get your coin purses. We'll need our coins for the ferryman. Yeah. Make sure you got some water. You're going to get thirsty on our I journey. do have water. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I have two tales for you. Great. We'll be starting on chapter 50 of your reader books at home. Our first story I'm telling you so this today. So you're going back a little bit, right? Because you had jumped around a tad? I broke my rule yeah. and, and and skipped to yeah because I've already told you uh, Fundenvogel yes, and I did. already told you King Thrushbeard yes those were last time but sandwiching those two stories are the two stories I'm going to tell you today gotcha the first of which is the Sleeping Beauty in parentheses uh, Brer Rose yes yes okay okay now. I know you know what happens in Sleeping Beauty, so sure. we don't we don't need to reflect on any of those things. So instead of doing predictions, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do differences. Yeah, yeah. So what I do think you think is going to be different from this one from the Disney one? It's going to be. I want to say like less whimsical, like in the sense that like the Disney things got you've got the three fairy friends who are like fun and they they probably exist in some form, but like. 
you know, I doubt they're going to be the sort of like three stoogy, almost slapsticky comedy bit that they do in the movie. They were one very is serious, th- they, one is kind, and one is grumpy. You know, yeah, they like, were very three stoogesy. They yeah, did yeah, everything yeah. but poke <laughs> each other in the eyeballs. Um, I think that uh, I think that there's going to be some more death in it. Like the queen is going to like just the the evil queen is what I assume that that whoever that is sorceress witch lady whatever sure. they call her is gonna like just demolish someone uh, <laughs> and that's gonna be a little different uh, I don't know maybe maybe she dies at the end like that might be that might be, be a, a decent difference that I would think that Disney would wouldn't put, pass themselves to change. Yeah, that at the end of the book, just Briar Rose just dies, just falls into a sleep and just dies? dies somewhere. Yeah, what if the what if it wasn't true love after all? Uh, <laughs> and I don't know, like kind of a prediction I don't want to come true is that that whole the I mean it's already kind of creepy enough, but the true love's kiss waking her kind of thing. Um, I hope it's not like grosser than even that is so you know what i mean <laughs> well one of my i mean one of my pre-lessons is if someone's sleeping you could give them as many free kisses as you want to <laughs> i mean hold on okay let me well i'll wait to tell that lesson in the context of the story because i don't course. want people yeah, let's to not get put that out there first some thing. lascivious idea of me but that we'll, we'll, we'll get to it we'll get to it <clears throat> the sleeping beauty in in brackets brer rose yep A long time ago, there was a king and a queen who said every day, ah, if only we had a child. Right. But they never had one. Sure. Uh, (laughs) Well, you know, that's on them. They just got to (laughs) try. They're not trying hard enough, David. (laughs) Just kidding. Those of you who are struggling with infertility, it is a struggle. It's so fucking crazy that me and Sierra don't want children. Yeah. And... As I, as we have now gotten to the ripe old age of in our thirties, <laughs> I don't feel like you can ask anybody why they don't have children. Because if you really you want to undo you that really onion, shouldn't. yeah, yeah, you're going to find out a, a slew of medical history that has nothing to do with you. Right. You're going to find out all of the problems that this individual has that has nothing to do with you. Right. Do not ask people why they do or do not have children. I'm getting my. <laughs> I forgot to get my whiteboard for lessons, and now I can't find the pen for it. It's on uh, your desk. Is it? No, it's not. David oh. looked on his desk like I had some sort of fucking insight. <laughs> I bet I know where it is, and it's probably... Out In the other room, because we yep. used it for D&D. We did. We sure did. Be right back. It's just like not an acceptable thing to ask because you're either going to find out like, oh, what has that person been going through? Oh, it's been really difficult. His sperm count is bad. My egg count is bad. The process of like all of the like drugs that you can put in your system are like super expensive and weird. My wife had a brain tumor. So like her hormones are all fucked up. We did not want children before that. But if we did, oh boy, what a fucking thing. Spent all this time waiting for you to be ready. And here I am. I know, I know. Listen, that's just the way it goes. There's a million other things that you did, so I'm, I don't fault you for this one, you piece of shit. Oh, Shall I, I continue? I my notes from the D&D session. Yeah, thank you, thank yeah. you. Okay, ready. I am ready. Here we go. But it happened that once, when the queen was bathing, a frog crept out of the water onto the land and said to her, 
Your wish shall be fulfilled. Before a year has gone, you shall have a daughter. Motherfucking talking animals, I swear yeah, to God. Yeah, you didn't even fu- you didn't even go well, through we didn't, checklist. We technically didn't do predictions, so I'm off the That's on you, bro. I gave you the five-point list. You should just know what? it at this point. But you said, let's not do predictions, so. That's not what I said. <laughs> I said differences. You could have guessed talking animals. I'll ask you now, does God get involved in this story? I don't think so. Okay, that's a, that's 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 a that's a solid that's a solid choice. <laughs> what the frog said came true, and the queen had a little girl who was pretty that the king could not contain himself for joy and ordered a great feast. Great. He invited not only his kindred, friends and acquaintances, but also the wise women in order that they might be kind and well disposed towards the child. And that's our that's our like little fairy uh, caretakers, I think, from the movie. There were 13 of them in the kingdom, but as he only had 12 golden plates for them to eat out of. One of them had to be left at home. Is that the person who gets mad? Oh, no. Oh, no. Also, I love that he felt the, like, not only did he invite friends and family, but just acquaintances. Like, the king was going around like... I'm going to, I'm going to like, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to write this down. I just like the idea that the king's going around the kingdom and being like, Barista guy, come to my house. You're invited. Dog walker, you got to get over here. The feast was held with all manner of splendor, and when it came to an end, the wise women bestowed their magic gifts upon the baby. One gave virtue, another beauty, a third riches, a fourth gave her a banging body, and so on and everything <laughs> in the world that you could wish for. What does the, the fourth one, one actually give? The sixth one gave her a 401k with very good spending <laughs> options. The seventh one gave her two bitcoins. Oh, man, that's a bummer. When 11 of them had made their promises, suddenly the 13th came in. She wished to avenge herself for not being invited. And without greeting or even looking at anyone, she cried out with a loud voice, The king's daughter shall, in her 15th year, prick herself with a spindle and fall down dead. And without saying a word more, turned around and left the room. In the movie, is it because she just wasn't invited? Is that the reason? I, to be honest, of the Disney Disney princess movies, Sleeping Beauty is not the one that ever spoke to me. Yeah, yeah. I would rather watch Robin Hood. I would rather watch Snow White. I'd rather I think watch she any- was like already like an evil witch, which is why they didn't invite her. But when she shows up, she might even say something like, oh, you didn't want to invite me? Yes, like, it's, it think- is something like that. In this case, though, there was a lack, uh, there was a lack of a golden fiesta wear, which is why she wasn't invited. Yeah. And this is, it's her 15th year, I think... In the book, it's when she's sixteen. I don't. I don't remember. That might be right. Disney might have wanted to make sure she's of consenting age. It's but fine. I guess it's in her fifteenth year, if she if she pricks her finger like right before she turns sixteen, it could be right. Consent, you, right? You, like you, yeah, you have wiggle room in that. You know what I mean? Of your fifteenth year of life. <laughs> they were all shocked, but the twelfth, whose good wish still remained unspoken, yeah. came forward, and she could not undo the evil sentence. But, but she could s- add an asterisk. But only softened it. Mm -hmm. She spoke, it shall not be death, but a deep sleep of a hundred years, into which the princess shall fall. Uh, FYI, a hundred years is not, I mean, it's better than death, but I don't know. A hundred years is a pretty long time. You're waking up, you've missed your whole life and have to start over at that point when you wake up. A hundred percent. The king, who wished to keep his dear child from misfortune, gave orders that every spindle in the whole kingdom should be burned. 
Meanwhile, <laughs> it sucks for all the tailors in every other story. Oh, listen, the whole the whole garment industry has been thrown on its head in this small town. Meanwhile, the gifts of the wise woman came true for the young girl, for she was beautiful, modest, good nature, wise, a banging body, and everyone saw and her. Well set bound... up for retirement as long as the That's stock correct. market holds. <laughs> and bound to love her. It happened that on the very day she turned 15 years old. No, okay, David, so the day very one, day. Day one of 15. Got it. The king and queen were not home, so the maiden was left to the palace quite alone. So she went around into all sorts of places, looked into rooms and bedchambers. Okay. Was she alone or were there like still guards everywhere and they just don't consider them people that she's around? <laughs> Great question. David, they do not consider any of the help people yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. So she's quote unquote alone. Completely alone. I bet breakfast the... was made for her by someone that yes. morning. David, there's nobody in this entire castle except for the waitstaff, chambermaids, guards, <laughs> a small army, all of the townsfolk, dogs, birds. But the besides farrier, all those people. The chicken keeper. Right, the... <laughs> right. The chicken keeper's apprentice. Yeah. All the good jobs. None of those people count. Uh, uh, the beggar who used to be a tailor. Yes, well, you're the <laughs> Looked into rooms and bedchambers just as she liked, and at last she came to an old tower. She climbed up the narrow winding staircase and reached a little door. A rusty key was in the lock, and when she turned it, the door sprung open. And there in the little room sat an old woman with a spindle, busily spinning her flax. Good day, old dame, said the king's daughter. What are you doing there? I am spinning, said the old woman and nod her head. What sort of thing is that that rattles around so merrily, said the girl. And she took the spindle and wanted to spin it too. But scarcely had she touched the spindle when the magic decree was fulfilled. She pricked her finger with it. In that moment, when she felt the prick, she fell down the bed and stood there and lay in a deep sleep. Yeah. And this sleep extended to the whole palace. The king and the queen who had just come home and had entered the great hall began to sleep. And all of the court too. The horses too went to sleep in the stable. The dogs in the yard, the pigeons upon the roof, the flies on the wall. Even the fire (laughs) was flaming on the hearth, became quiet and slept. The roast meat left off for uh, fizzling and the cook who was just going to pull the hair of the kitchen boy because he was forgetting something let him go and went to sleep but the kitchen boy got away (laughs) that kitchen boy got away he suffers from insomnia so he (laughs) (laughs) and the wind and the trees outside the castle not a leaf moved again Crazy. Uh, if this was so our was Warner Brothers, sleep or did we just Elemist freeze time? You know, we Elemist <laughs> freeze time. Uh, they I are... like that they include the flies. Yes, uh, everything in this castle. Uh, if this was our Warner Brothers cartoon, the chef would be like in a headlock. Yeah. Like I can't believe you, but then would fall asleep like laying like on the cuddling. Person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but... There'd be like a cat and a dog like mad at each other, and then they would curl up and be like sleeping together. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh, all of that stuff. There'd be a fish eating a fly, but it would just be, the fish would catch it, but then fall asleep, so the fly would just be sleeping in its bubble. Like you, its you, would see, bubble. you would see the fly like fly out of the fish's mouth, and then immediately fall asleep and drop into the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but around about the castle, there began to grow a hedge of thorns, which every year became higher. And at last grew close up around the castle and all over it, so that there was nothing to be seen, not even the flag upon the roof. 
but the story of the beautiful sleeping Br'er Rose, for that was the princess, uh, for so the princess was named, went about the country, so that from time to time King's son came and tried to get through the thorny hedge into the castle. But they found it impossible, for the thorns held together fast together, as if they had hands, and the youths were caught in them, could not get loose <laughs> again, and died a miserable death. There we go. I knew it. I knew that there was going to be some bullshit deaths. So whenever our hero, if our hero comes, just know there is a slew of dead bodies that died miserably yeah, this, littering the, the path. What it is, is it's the first 126 hours is. What do you mean? Because they all got their hands caught in the wall, but they didn't. <laughs> they, none of them thought to cut their sure, arm sure. off. Sure, nobody thought to so cut they, their arm off with a pocket knife. It's, yeah, it's the it's first 126. One. It's the 127th. They really should. That guy that, figured it out. After long, long years, a king's son came again into the country and heard an old man talking about the Brer Hedge and that the castle was said to stand behind it in which a witch a wonderfully beautiful princess named Br'er Rose had been asleep for a hundred years and that the king and queen had been court uh, and the court were asleep likewise. He had I thought heard, the king and the queen weren't home. They had just got home. Yeah. They just, <laughs> just got home. Just walk in the door and then they fall asleep. They opened the garage door. They got inside. The oh, no. Don't fall asleep in the garage with the car running. No, David. I don't know what's going to happen. But no, it was a carriage. <laughs> so they were okay. Oh, okay. He had heard, too, from his grandfather that many a king's son had already come and had tried to get through the thorny hedge. Okay, and so then he obviously came here for that reason. So why is this other guy telling him all about it? Well, the old man. I mean, he just heard the stories Yeah, before. but, like, if, if this guy had a grandpa who was like, there's a pretty woman in there, but no one gets in there and people die and people are trying to go. And then that guy goes, great, well, I'm going to travel to that kingdom. Like, Listen, okay. nobody believes your grandpa's stories. When another grandpa tells you the story, you're like, oh, maybe there's something to my grandpa's <laughs> stories. It always takes the second grandpa. You're right. Listen, I tell my mom stuff all the time. It's not until she shows up on her Instagram feed that she tells me it's true. So sure, what are we sure. going to do? But they had remained uh, sickening fast in it and had died a painful death. Then the youth said, I am not afraid. I will go and see the beautiful Br'er Rose. And the good old man tried to dissuade him, but he did not listen to his words. Is it words. Br'er Rose or is it Briar Rose? B-R-I-A-R. Briar. Is it briar like a briar yeah, patch? It's not briar like briar rabbit from. <laughs> See, but he gets thrown into a batch full of thorns, so I thought it was like that. I didn't even no, Google it. I just no, thought I had briar, it right. No, because like a briar patch is like a thorn bush. Yes, which is around the fucking castle. So why right. is it? So, so why it's is not it not briar? Br it's briar. Fuck that noise, David. <laughs> it makes sense. Okay. But but but. By this time, a hundred years had just passed, and that day had come when Br'er Rose was to awaken again. It's a hundred days. A hundred years. Well, not a hundred days, a hundred years, precisely. Yeah. When the king's son came near to the bridge, to the Br'er Hedge, it was nothing but a large and beautiful flowers, which parted each other of their own accord and let him pass unhurt. When they closed again behind him like a hedge, in the courtyard he saw the horses and the spotted hounds laying asleep. On the roof sat the pigeons with their heads under their wings. And when he entered the house, the flies were asleep upon the wall. The cook in the kitchen was still holding out his hand to seize the boy. <laughs> and the maid was sitting by the black hen, which was going to be plucked. Wow. Uh, I like the idea that the hen's not dead yet. Just like sleeping. Just like, yeah. just yeah. like I'm going to die. He went further, and in the great hall he saw the whole of the court laying asleep. And up in the throne room lay the king and the queen. Okay. He then went on still further, and all was quiet, and a breath could be heard. 
And at oh, he last could take, he, like, all their shiny things. All the shiny things. But at last he came to the tower and opened the door into the little room where Br'er Rose was sleeping. There she lay, so beautiful that he could not turn his eyes away. And he swooped, uh, he stooped down and gave her a kiss. Oh. But as soon as he kissed her, Br'er Rose opened her eyes and awoke. She looked at him quite sweetly. Oh, this then changes they, things. Then they went down together and the king and queen awoke. And the whole court. And they looked at each other in great astonishment. And then the horses in the courtyard stood up and shook themselves. And the hounds jumped up and wagged their tails. And the pigeons on the roof pulled out their heads from under their wings, looked around, and flew to the open country. The flies on the wall <laughs> crept again. The fire in the kitchen burned and flickered and cooked the meat. The roast began to turn and fizzle again. There's no and way the, that could be still good because that's... It's uh, magic, David. It's totally fine. And it wasn't sleep that everyone just experienced. And the cook gave the boy such a box on the ear that he screamed. <laughs> and the maid plucked the fowl ready for the spit. <laughs> and the marriage of the king's son with Briar Rose was celebrated Briar with all Rose. splendor, and they lived contented to the end of their days. Oh boy, the end. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. we got some stuff to say. Uh, and yeah. it's, again, it's Briar Rose. Yeah, Briar Rose. Like I said. <laughs> Let's go oh. to lessons. Lessons. Okay. I the first we're gonna have to, I, well we're gonna have to talk about something. Well, we'll talk at, about it when we point. get there. So okay, the first okay. lesson I wrote is that uh, if you are if you'd like to know if you're going to get pregnant or not, you can take a pregnancy test. I feel like you should just pee on a frog because they have great advice. Great <laughs> advice, David. Uh, my first one I wrote was if you have limited seating for an engagement. Uh, maybe cut like a distant family member before you cut a magic witch. I also, I also wrote down that, uh, if you don't have enough plates for the party, maybe just get one more special plate. Maybe just make one more gold plate. Yeah. Uh, if you want to lock a room, do not leave the key in the door. Yes, yes. I, 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 I totally hear you. To be fair for the castle, though, I believe all of that old woman in the key, that was all dark magic at play. Sure. I, I don't leave the key in the door. Understood. Even if you do the bare minimum, which w we grew up in uh, suburbia, just put the key under the mat. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it, there's other yeah. places to hide put it. Put it in the jar of change that's on the, the fucking shelf that no one knows about. It's buried in quarters and and pennies and shit. Uh, I wrote the lesson. Uh, it is okay to protect your children, but not at the expense of ruining an entire industry. I, yes. Well, <laughs> yes, I, I do agree with you on a holistic sense. Although tell any parent <laughs> like, Hey, if you save your kid though, uh, all of the, you know, this, this trade <laughs> gets fucked over. That, that feels like a weird, uh, a weird dichotomy. Um, the dichotomy wasn't the right word. Uh, uh, I have yeah, here's my it's, my. it's a delicious radish. I know about dicons. Continue. <laughs> here's my my next lesson is uh, naps are contagious. Yeah, it's totally true. The moment you see one person going like ah, you're like oh maybe I should go to my maybe room it's sleep for a time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, I wrote down uh, if you see a thicket of dead people with their hands looking like they were trapped. 
maybe take that as a sign and not continue forward. Yeah, I meant to clarify. How did he get through? Did they just go away? Because it was like the end of the hundred years? Yes. Yeah. At the end of the hundred years, they the like disgusting branches bloomed into flowers. Right. Almost like he was destined to be that person, but the hundred uh, years had gone by. I think it's by. just timing. It's just he had timing. Well, David, that's my next lesson. Everything is about timing. <laughs> Uh, I, I say the story, I have a lesson that the story is telling us. Okay. The story says, kiss a sleeping girl. Yeah, absolutely. If they're, if they're not putting <laughs> up a fight, those are free kisses. Mm, that's when I give you all your kisses when you're sleeping. I, I, I know. Here's the thing is I well, know, but that's I still because pretend you see to the, be asleep. Right, I know. But you see the, you see the, you see the uh, big lipstick mark on yeah, your cheeks. That's usually yeah, how Yeah, which I, I tell you, you don't have to do that, but that's fine. I want it. I feel like it looks prettier. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, that's the last lesson I wrote down. Uh, I wrote as a lesson, if you're going to be a time traveler, bring your whole family with you. <laughs> because the dilemma of the time traveler... Okay, yeah, continue your point. This is well, just the dilemma of the time point. traveler is once you start your adventure, you never can get back to that time and space, right? Sure. Time is the flow of time. Her whole family came with her. All of her friends, everyone yeah. in the town. They just all slept for a hundred yeah. years. So, so okay. So that brings me to the thing that I feel like we need to talk about. What do you mean? So she's 15 when she falls asleep. Yes. So the question is, she how is old is she when she wakes up? Is she 15. 150? She's 15. She's 15. Nobody aged any at all. Even yep. fucking meat on a spit uh -huh. didn't age. And, and she has no life experience from that time. So she essentially... Blinked, and it's a hundred years later. She's still fifteen. She is a yes, even though she's how a old is the king's son is the next question, and that we don't know. That we don't know, regardless of the witch. She's gonna have uh, the uh, not witch, regardless of it, the princess is gonna have at least uh, uh at least ninety six years on him. I mean, maybe he's a little bit older. I don't know, but, but she's effectively fifteen still. She so. is effectively fifteen. <laughs> yeah. So but, maybe he's like 16 because this is back then and he's like, oh, I got my horses. Objection. Your honor, the facts state she was 115 years old at the time, okay? We believe <laughs> that that age is more than enough. Show me the birth certificate. David, I can't, okay? <laughs> it's somewhere sleeping somewhere. Ah, you don't have the birth certificate. Well, David, now that we've asked all these problematic questions, sure. let's get to another problematic story. <laughs> great, great. Chapter 53, we're skipping over two chapters I've already told you, but I have not told you this story. This story is the story of a little Snow White. Oh, boy. Oh, another one with a sleeping woman. Uh. Oh, oh, you know what's funny is I didn't even call this one, like, the Spanish Fly episode. I just went to, like, Disney, I just went to, like, Disney princesses. But, like, oh, yeah, boy, yeah. this is a real, there's a real Cosby theme going on with oh, all boy. of these people. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, okay, so uh, what are we doing? Differences again? Well, listen, I don't, I will not be blown up by you publicly again, so let's go to your prediction, and we'll throw <laughs> some differences in there. I'm going to go ahead and say talking animals, but this time I feel like it might be wrong, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Okay, okay. Um, I don't... I don't think God will play a part in this as well, but well, it's that's possible. where you're wrong, David, because yeah. God is always looking. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and then, you know, it's Snow White, she's a a pretty commoner woman, I think. Um, uh, and then it's like the queen that is like jealous of her or whatever. I don't care. Uh, uh, so, so, so let's go to differences. Um, I think that the, 
I, I, do they even call them dwarves? Maybe they do. They they uh, are yes they are, but their names are different. They're very sure, anti-Semitic. Uh, yes, correct. Yeah. No, 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 no. They don't have any grumpy names. and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think they're gonna be meaner, <laughs> if that's possible. Uh, and I don't remember how it happens in the in the movie. Oh, a prince comes by and like helps kill the queen, right? Uh, I I can't remember. I think they're just gonna kill the queen. Did they do that in the movie? Yeah. So I in the Disney movie, I believe they like push her off a cliff. The dwarf. Yes. The uh the dwarves ride on all of her animal friends. Right. All the animal friends (laughs) and chase her to a cliff. Now. They don't directly push her off the cliff. Oh, yeah, because, like, the cliff crumbles or lightning strikes it or something. Yeah, Both of those things. Great. I'm going to let you know, if you run me to the top of a cliff and I fall because you're chasing me, (laughs) Your Honor, I have to say there was some. You were responsible in some regards for that. You know what I mean? So I think, yeah, I kind of feel like maybe they'll somehow be meaner. I I don't know exactly. Maybe to her, even. I don't know. To Snow White. Um... Who knows? Uh, you do. Um. <laughs> I do. I know what's going to happen. Uh, I don't know if I have any other huge... Like, I don't know. I, I guess she's going to, you know, she'll live and then be happily ever after it at the end, I guess. Uh, but okay. we're going to be like, I don't well, know about this. We'll see. We'll see. I feel like this is another story where, again, the lesson being if a lady's sleeping, you can just you know, well, yes, kisses I, as I you feel want. like, I, yeah, that's, a, that's a, not a difference anymore. That's going to be a definite <laughs> same-z. Little Snow White... Once upon a time, in the middle of winter, when the flakes of snow were falling like feathers from the sky, Uh a queen sat at the window, sewing, and the frame of the window was made of black ebony. And Uh while she was sewing and looking out the window at the snow, she pricked her finger with a needle, and three drops of blood fell upon the snow. And the red looked pretty upon the white snow, and she thought to herself, If only I had a child as white as snow, as red as blood, and as black as the wood of the window frame. Interesting. Soon soon after, she had a little daughter, who was as white as snow, and as red as blood, (laughs) and her hair was black as ebony. And she was therefore called Little Snow White. Uh, okay, but that's funny. only one of the three colors that I was in. about to say. How come we don't call her covered in blood, Snow White? Like, where is? <laughs> how come we don't talk about all this blood that's going on? I love that the baby came out like a baby does, and the and the mom was like, "Perfect, just like I wanted, covered in blood." <laughs> <laughs> and when the child was born, the queen died. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After a year had passed, the king took another wife. She was a beautiful woman, but proud and haughty, and she could not bear that. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, but that other haughty word, not the way I say it, but the way it's supposed (laughs) to be. Uh, Could not bear that anyone else could suppress her in beauty. She had a wonderful looking glass, and when she stood in front of it and looked at herself in it, she would say, Looking glass, looking glass on the wall, who in this land is the fairest of them all? Uh, not fairest of them all. That's the Disney version. Fairest of all. Oh. The looking glass answered, You, O oh queen, are the fairest of all. Then she was satisfied, for she knew that the looking glass spoke the truth. Mm-hmm. But Snow White was growing up and grew more and more beautiful. And when she was seven years old, she was as beautiful as the day and more beautiful than the queen herself. When she was how old? 
Oh, she was a hot seven-year-old. She's God like a like a hot John Benet Ramsey seven-year-old. So <laughs> she's so hot at seven years old, David. That's bullshit. And once when the queen asked her looking glass, looking glass, looking glass on the wall, who in this land is the fairest of all? It answered, you are fairer all who are here, lady queen. But more beautiful is still is Snow White as I ween. Oh. Then the queen was shocked and turned yellow and green with envy. For uh -oh. that time, those aren't the she... right colors of a of the ladies of the house. They should that be is no, white, no, that is yeah, that's correct. That is correct. <laughs> For that time, whenever she looked at Snow White, her heart heaved in her breast, and she hated that girl so much because she was such a hot seven year old. <laughs> and, I hate and this so much. <laughs> I know. Now listen, for the purpose of the story, it's not so far like sexualizing her. It's just nope, saying she's pretty. I guess not at all. But. Let's just assume that the seven-year-old math to the other lady that as she is growing older, the, the 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 scale is on her side because of youth. Because I don't know if she's sure. seven for the whole story. But I'll ask you that question again in a little bit. Okay. Envy and pride grew higher and higher in her heart, like a weed, so that she had no peace day or night. Not the good weed, David, the bad weed. Hell yeah. She called a hunter and said, take the child away into the forest. I will no longer have her in my sight. Kill her and bring me back her heart as a token. He's going to kill an animal and bring her the animal's heart. The hunter obeyed and took her away, but when he had drawn his knife and was about to pierce Snow White's innocent seven-year-old heart, she began to <laughs> weep and said, Ah, oh, dear hunter, spare me my life. I will run away into the wild forest and never come home again. Absolutely awful to make a seven-year-old have to, like, bargain for their life like that. It's a <laughs> really, real, David, really it's terrible. A, it's a real, again, it's a real terrible story that I'm telling you right now. <laughs> And as she was so beautiful, the hunter had pity on her and said, Run away, then, you poor child. The wild beast will soon devour you. Though he, and yet it seemed as if he had stone, as though a stone had been rolled from his heart, since he no longer needed to kill her. And as a young boar then just came running by, he stabbed <laughs> it and cut out its heart and took it to the queen as proof that the child was dead. Now, if I know anything about these fairy tales, that boar is a father of three, and that family is going through a full fucking adventure right now, losing father. Yep, yep. The cook had to salt this, and the wicked queen ate it, and though she had Whoa. eaten, and thought she had eaten the heart of Snow White. That's crazy. Oh, it's crazy that, FYI, this queen is a cannibal. Mm-hmm. Not that she, like, Like, not actionably. It. Like, she didn't actually eat another human. Right. But she thought she was and she tried to. She wanted to, David. Mm -hmm. She was totally down for that delicious seven-year-old's heart. But now the poor child was all alone in a great forest and was so terrified that she looked at every leaf on every tree and did not know what to do. Then she began to run and ran over sharp stones as though, thro uh, as though thrones. And wild beasts ran past her but did not harm her. Okay. She ran as far as her feet would go until it was almost evening. Then she saw a little cottage and went in it to rest. Everything in the cottage was small, but neater and cleaner than you can imagine. 
There was uh, there was a table on which was a white cover and seven little plates, and each plate had a little spoon. Moreover, there were seven little knives, forks, seven little mugs. Against the wall stood seven little beds side by side and covered with snow white bre- uh, bed sheets. Interesting. Interesting, because the movie makes a whole point of her getting there and being like, this place is filthy. Let's clean it. Nope. Really these crazy. Du- no, these dudes have a solid regiment. They keep their shit Listen, man, tight. I know we haven't talked to you about it in a while, but I get it. I've been playing some Dwarf Fortress and you got to yeah. keep, keep on top of stuff or it gets it gets bad in there. Hundred percent. Also, I mean, this is a. Le- I mean, I, I'll, no, I'll, I'll save it for lessons. But okay. yes, I totally hear you. You got to keep a clean house. I know it's difficult, and you don't want to do it, but it's worth the effort for you to do that. Yeah. Little Snow White was so hungry and thirsty that she ate some vegetables and bread from each plate and drank <laughs> just a drop of wine out of each mug, for she did not wish to take all from only one. Then, as she was tired, and also probably a little tipsy now that the seven-year-old's having all this wine. Yeah, yeah. She laid herself down on each of the little beds, but none of them suited her. Oh, okay. One was too long, another too short, but at last she found the seventh one was right, and she and she remained in it, said a prayer, and went to sleep. Oh, fuck. Yep. Told you, David. <laughs> God damn it. No, not her. She's not goddamned, but he'll damn well. other people, I'm sure of it. When it was quite dark, the owners of the cottage came back. They were seven dwarves who dug and dwelled in the mountain for ore. They lit their seven candles, and now the cottage was lit, and saw that someone had been there. For everything was not in the same order at which they had left it. Because there's a way that these dwarves have. There is a system. It's how they survived out here. One hundred percent. If your house is dirty and there's like another thing out of place, how are you supposed to know? They recognized it because they had done a good job before they left. Yep. The first one said, Who's been sitting in my chair? The second, Who's been eating off my plate? The third one. It's funny because I know that they, they all they need to do is finish looking around the room. Like, <laughs> who's been taking my bread? The fourth, who's been eating my vegetables? The fifth, who's been using my fork? The sixth, who's been cutting with my knife? The seventh, who's been drinking out of my mug? Then the first looked and saw that there was a little hole on the bed and said, who's been getting into my bed? The others came up and each called out, somebody's been lying in my bed too. But the seventh, he looked and saw, uh, at his bed and saw little Snow White, who was laying asleep in it. And he called the others, who came running. And they cried out with astonishment, and brought their seven little candles, and let the light fall on little Snow White. Oh, heavens! Oh, heavens! cried they. Oh, they're the boys. Oh, heavens! Oh, heavens! cried they. <laughs> what a lovely child! And they were so glad that they did not wake her up, but let her sleep in the bed. And the seventh dwarf slept with his companions, an hour with each, uh, and so they got through the night. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and, and I Sucks for that guy. Yes. Like, to, to actually make it fair, he should go into one bed for an hour, and then the person whose bed he got into should go to the next bed for an hour, and yeah. then that person should go to that next bed for an hour, and that's, that way everybody only has to wake up one time. It's, it's a much better system. This is the system that I wish have. that I was there to help these dwarves in their fortress. Totally hurt. I'd love to also know, we call them dwarves, but obviously not all these dwarves are the same size. I like to feel like sure. some are four foot tall and some are two feet. Like, they're like a variety yeah. of sizes. Yeah, well, you know, and I'm, I'm, it's actually, it's funny because like, I'm playing, um, I'm playing the first, not the first one, but the, the God of War game before Ragnarok right yeah. now. And there's a point where they're talking about giants, like in Norse mythology, and they're like, 
because uh, they're in like a tunnel and the guy's like oh i don't think giants would fit through here and and the kid is like oh well you know giants are just like a race of people so there are bigger ones and smaller ones within that 100 percent. i feel they're the same- all giant yeah, yeah i would assume that the same thing is true of dwarves and every yeah. like every couple of year every like batch of dwarves there's like one that like there's always a tall kid human. in the class right right yeah, right yeah. when it was morning little snow white awoke and was frightened when she saw the seven dwarves but they were friendly and yeah. asked her what okay, her name was. so they're was. not meaner than they are. <laughs> My name is Snow White, she answered. How have you come to our house, said the dwarves. And then she told them that her stepmother had wished to have her killed, but her hunter had spared her life and that she had to run the whole day until at last she had found their dwellings. The dwarfs said, if you will take care of our house, cook, make the beds, wash, sew, and knit, uh, and if you will keep everything neat and clean, you can stay with us and you shall be not you shall not be in want for nothing. There you go. Yes, said Snow Knight, with all my heart. And she stayed with them. She kept the house in order for them, and in the mornings they went to the mountains and looked for copper and gold, and in the evening they came back, and their supper had to be ready. The girl was alone the whole day, so the good dwarves warned her and said, Beware of your stepmother. She will soon know that you are here. Be sure to not let no one come in. But well, that means do let all okay. ones come in. Be sure to let no one come in. There we go. <laughs> but the queen, believing that she had eaten Snow White's heart, was certain that she again was the first and most beautiful of all. So she went to her looking glass and said, Looking glass, looking glass on the wall, who in this land is the fairest of all? And the glass answered, Oh, queen, you are the fairest of all I see. But over the hills where the seven dwarves dwell, dwarfs dwell, Snow White is alive and well, and none is as fair as she. Fucking tattletale, man. Tattle fucking tale. Write that down, David. Don't be I'm, a tattletale. I'm... Thank you. Thank you. Then she was astonished, for she knew that the looking glass never spoke falsely, and she knew that the hunter had betrayed her, and that the little Snow White was still alive. And I mean, so I'd be okay if somebody thought I betrayed them. If what that meant was I didn't murder a child. Yes, David. I would also. I also feel the same. <laughs> For some reason, I also feel akin to your comments. And so she thought and thought again of how she might kill her. For she. For as, for as long as she was not the fairest in the whole land, envy let her have no rest. And when she had at last thought of something to do, she painted her face and dressed herself like an old peddler, and no one could have known her. In this disguise, she went over the seven mountains to the seven dwarves and knocked on the door and cried, Pretty things to sell, very cheap, very cheap. Did we know that this was seven mountains away? That feels like a new detail. No. So FYI, when Snow White was running for her life, she (laughs) ran over the seven mountains. (laughs) That's crazy. To be fair, though... Unless the hunter took her, like, part of the way, I guess. No, I don't think he did, but you know what's funny is it says she ran with the animals and the animals let her alone. I feel like she went through some... This is like... Like, like they showed her all the shortcuts? This is, like, a really fucking speculation, but I feel like she cut through, like... She's seven years old. She, like, cut through, like, like deer trails and rabbit paths, like... Because she got there in a day, and the queen had to go over the seven mountains. Now, it could just be one mountain with seven peaks, regardless of which, Snow White went through a fucking journey to get here. Little Snow White looked out the window and called out, Good day, good woman. What have you to sell? 
Good things, pretty things, she answered, laces of all colors. And she pulled out one of which was woven as bright as colored silk. What uh, color? As bright as what color silk? I may let the wor- uh, <laughs> I may let the worthy old woman in, thought Snow White. And she unbolted the door and brought in the pretty laces. Child, said the old woman, what a fright you look. Come, I will lace you properly for once. Snow White had no suspicion, but stood there, uh, but stood before her and let herself be laced the new laces. But the old woman laced so quickly and so tight that Snow White lost her breath and fell down as if dead. Christ. Now I am the most beautiful, said the queen to herself and ran away. Not long afterwards, in the evening, the seven dwarfs came home and were shocked that they saw their dear little Snow White lying on the ground and that she neither stirred nor moved and seemed to be dead. They lifted her up and, as they saw that she was laced too tightly, they cut the laces and she began to breathe a little and after a while came to life again. When the dwarfs heard of what happened, they said, That old peddler was none other than the wicked queen. Take care to not let uh, no one come in when we are not with you. Which means do let all ones in. <laughs> no, David. Take care and let no one come in as we are not with you. But the wicked woman, as soon as she reached home, went forth, went in front of her glass and asked, Looking glass, looking glass on the wall, who in this land is the fairest of all? And it answered, uh, and it answered as before, O oh, queen, you are the fairest of all I see. But over the hills where the seven dwarves dwell, Snow White is still alive and well, and none <laughs> as fair as she. <laughs> Bitch. When she heard that, all the blood rushed to her heart with fear, for she saw plainly that little Snow White was again alive. Not again but, alive, still alive. I mean, I know it says again alive, but it says she never alive. wasn't alive. <laughs> I get it, but the, the prospect of death was too much for her. But now, she said, I will think of something that shall put an end to you. And by and by the help of witchcraft, which she <laughs> understood, she one, made... This is another one of those stories that just drops in two-thirds of the way through. Oh, by the way, they were also magic. She made a poisonous comb. Then uh-huh. she disguised herself and took the shape of another old woman. I guess so, we'll find out in a second. Is it a comb like a hair comb or a comb like a honeycomb? The first one. Okay. She went over the seven mountains to the seven dwarves, knocked at the door and cried, Good things to sell. Cheap, cheap. Little Snow White looked out again and said, Go away. I cannot let anyone come in. I suppose you can look said the old woman, and pulled the poisonous comb out and held it up. It pleased the girl so so well that she let herself be fooled and opened the door. Mm-mm. When they had struck a bargain, the old woman said, Now I will comb you properly for once. Poor little Snow White had no suspicion and let the old woman do as she pleased. But hardly had she put the comb, uh, the comb in her hair than the poison in it took effect and the girl fell down senseless. You paragon of beauty, said the wicked woman, you are done for good. And she went away. But unfortunately, it was almost evening when the seven dwarves came home. When they saw Snow White lying as if dead upon the ground, they at once suspected the stepmother and they looked and found the poison comb. Scarcely had they taken it out when Snow White came to and told them what had happened. Okay. When they warned her once more, 
to be upon her guard and to not open the door. God damn it. <laughs> the queen at home went in front of her glass and said, looking glass, looking glass on the wall. Who in this land is the fairest of all? Then it answered as before, O oh queen, you are the fairest of all I see, and over the hills where the seven dwarves dwell, Snow White is alive and well, and none is as fair as she. When she heard the glass speak, she trembled and shook with rage. Snow White shall die, even if it costs me my life. With that, she went into a quite secret, a lonely room where no one ever came and there she made a very poisonous apple mm -hmm. outside it looked pretty white with a red cheek so that everyone who saw it longed for it but whoever ate a piece of it would surely die when the apple was ready she painted her face and dressed herself up as a country woman and she went to the seven mountains to the uh, to the seven mountains to the seven dwarfs she knocked at the door Snow White put her head out of the window and said, I cannot let anybody in. The seven dwarves have forbidden me. Uh, I'm trying to think of a southern woman. <laughs> it's all the same to me, sugar, answered the woman. I shall soon get rid of my apples. Here, I give one to you. No, said Snow White. I dare not take anything. What? Are you afraid of poison? said the old woman. Poison Look, little old me. I'll cut the apple into two pieces. You can eat the red cheek and I'll eat the white cheek. Christ. The apple was so cunningly made that only the red cheek was poisoned. Snow White longed for the fine apple. And when she saw that the woman ate part, she could not resist any longer. Stretched out her hand, took the poisonous half. But hardly had she taken a bite that she fell down dead. Yeah. Then the queen looked at her with a dreadful look and laughed aloud and said, <laughs> White as snow, red as blood, black as ebony wood. This time the dwarves cannot wake you again. <laughs> and when she asked the looking glass at home, Looking glass, looking glass on the wall, Who in this land is the fairest of all? It answered at last, Oh, queen, in this land, you are the fairest of all. Then the envious heart had rest, uh, so far as envious hearts can rest. The dwarves, when they came home in the evening, found Snow White lying upon the ground. She breathed no longer and was dead. They lifted her, looked to see whether they could find anything poisonous, unlaced her, combed her hair, washed her with water and wine, and it was all for of no use. The poor child was dead and remained dead. They laid her upon a, a buyer. A brayer? A buyer. B-I-E-R. A buyer. B-I-E-R? I don't know what that word is. Beer? Buyer? A, a beer? Yeah. And all seven of them sat around and wept for her and wept for three days long. Hmm. They were all going to bury her, but she still looked as if she were alive and still had pretty red cheeks. And they said, we cannot bury her in the dark ground. And they had a transparent coffin made of glass, though that she could be seen from all sides. And they laid her in it and the golden letters wrote upon it her name and that and that she was a king's daughter. Then they put the coffin up upon the mountain and one of them always stayed by it and watched it. The birds came to and wept for Snow White. 
first an owl, then a raven, and at last a dove. I uh, I looked up the word. It's yeah. a, a movable frame on which a coffin or corpse is placed before burial or cremation, or on which it is carried to the grave, and it is pronounced... Beer. 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 Of course you know what that word means, David. You love beer. Uh, this is the, uh, they didn't light her on fire, thank God, but that's what that thing is. Right. And now Snow White lay a long, long time in the coffin, and she did not change, but looked as if she were asleep, for she was as white as snow, as red as blood, and her hair as black as ebony. It happened, however, that a king's son came into the forest oh and went to the dwarf's house to spend the night. He saw the coffin on the mountain and saw the beautiful Snow White in it and read what the what was written upon it in golden letters. Then he said to the dwarves, let me have the coffin. I will give you whatever you want for it. But the dwarves answered, we will not part for it for all the gold in the world. Then he said, let me have it as a gift, for I cannot live without seeing Snow White. I will honor and prize her as my dearest possession. A little weird, a little weird. No, women are possessions. I agree with that. <laughs> As he spoke in this way, the good dwarves took pity upon him and gave him the coffin. Ugh. To be fair, they were doing shifts and watching that coffin. So, like, if it's going to be in the sure. centerpiece of, like, They can castle, now focus more on gaining their ores. Their ore and their gold. That is correct. And now the king's son had it carried away by his servants on their shoulders. Who were also had... with him. We just didn't mention them until now. Again, David, servant <laughs> people aren't people, okay? Yeah, a Kingston stayed there, and there's a full stable of people outside right <laughs> And it happened that they stumbled over a tree stump, and with the shock, the poisonous piece of apple, oh which God. was bitten off, came out of her throat. And before long, she opened her eyes, lifted up the lid of the coffin, sat up, and was once more alive. Oh, heavens, where am I, she cried. Oh, my God. The king's son, full of joy, said, you are with me, and told her what had happened and said, I love you more than everything in the world. Come with me to my father's palace, and you shall be my wife. And Snow White was willing and went with him, and their wedding was held at the great with great show and splendor. But Snow White's wicked stepmother was also invited to the feast. Sure. When she dressed herself in beautiful clothes, she went before the looking glass and said, Looking glass, looking glass on the wall, who in this land is the fairest of them all? The glass answered, O oh, queen, you are the fair, uh, oak, <clears throat> I forgot my, I forgot my mirror voice. <clears throat> o oh, queen, of, uh, of all here, the fairest is you, but the young queen is fairer by far, it's true. Then the wicked woman uttered a curse and was so miserable, so utterly miserable, that she knew not what to do. At first, she would not go to the wedding at all be, uh, because she had no peace and, mu uh, and must go to see the young queen. And when she went in, she knew Snow White and she stood still with rage and fear and could not stir. But iron slippers had already been put upon the fire, and they were brought in with tongs and set before her. Then she was forced to put on the red-hot shoes and danced until she dropped dead. Fuck. <laughs> David. Yeah. The end. Sure. I have a full board of notes. A full board of notes. <laughs> David usually doesn't take notes, so let's go to lessons, David. Lessons. Ugh. <sighs> Okay, so I feel like, uh, to discuss real quick, we have a similar mechanic in this last thing where, she, like, she died, 
And then it said a long time passed, but we don't know how long that was. But she, as far as it seemed, didn't change at all. So it was kind uh, of like effectively frozen again. Uh, effectively. Funny enough, though, I only... I When Snow White gets to the house, she comfortably sleeps in the seventh dwarf's bed, yeah. which means she's a seven-year-old. Okay? She is seven. Yeah, she is seven. That. I believe that in the coffin... Like she, years pass? Yes, and that she did age and that the part but she all but but she didn't have life experience so it is effectively still yes she is a 15 year old seven year old but regardless of which no i do think that the the tenants of her beauty were still there but i do believe that she like aged physically i did think she aged physically yes now if she did not do also, so, also it doesn't say like the 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 trips the the queen makes multiple times to the yes. Thing. We don't know that she does it in a day. What if it takes her six months to get to you know at there and back or whatever? A- absolutely, we don't know that time other than right. So listen, if we want to be, if you want to be a grosso, she yeah. can be seven. This whole story, I don't want to be a grosso. I'm not a grosso. I interpreted that time had passed because the dwarfs mourned her so much. You yeah. would you don't. You don't mourn a roommate that only lived with you a week, right? You know what you do, I mean? You do if, if she's the prettiest in the land. That that being fair, I don't feel that the dwarves had any of those inclinations. Anyway, sure. tell me your notes. Okay. Your uh, lessons. My first two lessons kind of go hand in hand. Sure. Um, the first is having kids is as easy as wanting it enough. Sure. That's okay. Goes, yeah, I agree. flies in the face of what we talked about at the very beginning of the episode. That's okay. And the second lesson is having kids is dangerous because yes. as soon as that woman had the kids, she died. Listen, uh, I, uh, listen, we're, we're, we're not even, we're getting close. We're not even halfway. We're about like 30% through this book. This whole book is about dead mothers, stepmothers, children, stepchildren. I'll, I'll skip down to the one I have, which is a lesson we've had before, but it's uh, stepmoms are always bad. Yeah, and listen, if you're a stepmother, you need to take that with a grain of salt and do better to prove You the have rule. said that same thing before. I listen, I have. don't have a stepmom. I got a regular mom, and she's great. And I know some great stepmothers out there. They're doing a great job. You got to go above and beyond to prove the, you know. Yeah, but that, like, kind of like we rule. talked about with like an a, a, like the difference between like an LA 9 and a Midwest 5 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a stepmom 9 is still a regular mom 6. Does that well, make sense? It, it does make sense. I'm going to let you know that you can email us to blow fucking David up on this one. Okay, everybody? I'm not taking any of the ire on this one, all right? Those were his words. What else? Right. What other lessons did you glean from this story? You don't need the approval of others to feel beautiful. She kept asking the mirror who's the most pretty. And if you feel pretty, then just feel pretty. Yeah, and I also think, I mean, it's a lesson in the story, but like, you got to get envy out of your heart. You're just that, that will lead into my next lesson. Yeah, yes. you're just like envious of these things. Like she's mad at like time. Unfortunately, we're all gonna look like the crypt keeper someday. There's nothing we can do about that. Uh, so my next lesson is jealousy is an ugly color on you. Yeah, it's a very ugly color on me. Uh, <laughs> and and that kind of also there was a there was a sentence in the story where it said, uh, and then she rested as well as someone with envy in their heart could rest. Right. Which is, like, a really cool, like, 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 you know, like, jealousy's an ugly color on you. Like, people who are full of jealousy also, like, look uglier. But also, like, you'll just feel worse. 
Yeah, and I also wonder how much of the beauty is not only like physical beauty, but like the mirror knows. Oh, well, beauty ugly. is only skin deep. Well, the mirror, <laughs> would say, the mirror would say differently, but like how much of the ugliness of the queen has to yeah. do with like all of this these jealousy, feels, right? Yeah. As this jealousy builds in her, the the mirror is like, oh no, that little girl that doesn't think about any of that stuff, she's way more beautiful than you. Yeah, exactly. Got that uh, banging maybe, maybe the queen should bod. just. So what we're saying is, I think maybe the queen should just smile more. Is that? Uh, what yes, we're... yes. <laughs> Hundred percent. You hear that, women? Smile more. <laughs> oh my god! Again, uh, you can add David awful. on all. No, of I don't. What's your next Obviously, lesson, I don't David? mean that. Uh, the next lesson is keep a clean house. We talked about that. We I don't agree. need to go I into agree. detail. Um, uh, I had one that says finish looking around the room before you start asking questions, but that's just a pet peeve of mine. From, <laughs> sure, from, from sure, these sure. stories, people were like, "Oh my god, who, who ate from my plate?" There's literally a person sleeping in the bed over there. So like, all Listen, right, it's gonna look real good when we do this version of the story. Let sleeping kids sleep. Yeah, it's so they don't, true. They don't wake her up. They're just like, ah, we'll deal with it later. Let them fall asleep in the car. Put the baby monitor in there. Crack a window. You can check on them. They're in the driveway. They're yeah. fine. Uh, I said, be careful with double negatives. And then I put times two because you messed it up twice. <laughs> I messed so. it up every fucking time. I just, <laughs> just want to say it so fast. I fucked it up all the times. Uh, don't be a snitch. Yes. Fucking don't mirror. be a God snitch. Uh, don't let strangers in. And then I said, parentheses, might be a cop or a strangler or both. Listen, uh, the cops can't come in. If a cop, listen, don't fucking talk to the cops. I was looking at the queen like a cop in that statement, yeah. Oh, I was talking about real police. They can knock on your door. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not allowed in your house, okay? Yeah. That is a breach of your uh, civil uh, rights. Yeah, and then I wrote times two by that one because that Oh, happened, it happens multiple well, times. Actually, it should be three times because it happened three times. But Sure. Um, uh, don't trust old people. I agree with that. Yep. Uh, I also learned from the story that uh, if... Before you determine if someone's dead, drop them on the floor. Just like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like give them a good jolt real yeah, quick. <laughs> yeah. If I come to your house and Zipper says you're dead, the first thing I'm going to do is like push you and see what happens. Because if you're faking it, you'll come alive. Yeah, yeah. And then I have, I, I have. this is kind of an overall lesson from the story, I think. And I'm, I'm putting it in different terms um, uh, because I am a, a, a person who has a, a penis. Oh, okay. Uh, but, oh, that's so but, funny. I never knew that about you. That's so funny. I never knew that. This is the uh, first time I'm hearing this. There's always a bigger dick, which is to say, don't put your value, like your personal value of yourself into like a physical trait or a thing that is like, you know, like if I'm like, ooh, if I, if I think, oh, I'm tall and I get all my value from being tall, there's always going to be don't, a taller person. Don't, 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 don't put the penis on a pedestal. Don't put the penis on the pedestal. Yeah. Like you right? Like it's so, so there's always going to be a prettier person. There's always going to be a smarter person. There's always going to be a, a stronger person. Like whatever is the thing that you're like, this is me and who I am. And if I don't have this, I'm not worth as much. Don't make it one of those things. That's all. Yeah. You are good enough as you are. Just being who you are. Your yeah. life. You'd be is better a... if you had a bigger dick, but you right. know, <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. Just no, kidding. no, no. I listen, those JK. pills don't work, David, okay? <laughs> I can't tell you how I know, but I'm gonna let you know those pills <laughs> don't work. You are valuable. That's right. Well, David, those are some valuable stories for you to mull over, just like all of you audience can mull over your own lessons from those stories. Yeah. Uh I don't know uh uh We'll Pre probably have the Animorphs uh, episode next. Is Maybe, what I'll say. and I so also before have you say a, next I episode is this. Hopefully, we'll have a guest for us before the end of the month to share Ooh. with us some tales. I will say that our next tale in my reader book, 
I am very excited. I will not spoil it, but the first story is a wonderful menagerie of objects, and sure. boy, do I love! Uh, I love when it's like a broom, <laughs> a tire, and a, fa- a hat. You know what I mean? That's not what it is, but it's very close to that. But that story will be for another day. Right on. Right on, right on. The person yeah. who's been riding along with me, my ride or die. Well, that's David Miller. And the person who will inevitably crash us into a tree of friendship. Well, that's Michael Santel. What can I say? We're family, and I wrap my arms around you <laughs> like I wrap this car no. around that light bulb. No. Okay. Yep, yep. Listen, we're family, baby. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. Stay safe. Stay warm out there. And we'll see all you kids and cats next time. Okay, okay bye. Bye. That's our show, thanks for coming round Don't be sad, no need to frown We'll have more stories, don't throw a fit Goodbye one and all, and we'll see you in a bit Also recording, and I know it's good because the numbers are going and the kilobytes are going So we are good to go